Oh, boy. Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joining the phone, I have Vance. Hi, Vance. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. And we have Todd Young. Hi, Todd. I'm here. Very fine evening to everyone. Yeah. It's extremely fine evening. All right. This show is brought to you by Fat AZ Muskie Products. You can find us. Our website is fatazmuskie.com. There we have a link to the podcast. We also have a link to the store where you'll find rod holders. Everything is in stock as far as I'm aware. And, uh, you know, you're looking to set up your boat. Maybe you're getting a new boat during the off season. I'd love to talk rod holders with you. Uh, set up your boat the way a musky fisherman would. Um, as for baits, you're going to try to find some at Team Rhino Outdoors or Musky Tackle Online. MTO definitely has baits in stock as we have an outstanding order right now with Team Rhino. That'll be filled sometime this winter. And not sure what else I have to say announcement-wise about AZ. Uh, so here's Muddy Creek. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Get a hold of us, and uh, we'll do our best to get you out there and get you on some fish next summer. We'll be fishing Chautauqua Lake last Saturday in May through early November, probably. I mean, that just seems to be the time we wrap it up. But uh, books are filling. I got like only a couple days left in June. I got only a couple days left in some other months too. So I know Vance is in the same situation. So if you know when you're coming up to Chautauqua, uh, get a hold of us sooner rather than later, and we will try to get you on the books, get you out there, and get you on some fish. We're going to fish a little bit early season, April and May in Pennsylvania. So we've got a lot of options. Hopefully we can get you in. We'll go from there. That's the plan. Absolutely. And if you do come out and fish with us, uh, you'll be fishing out of Ranger Boats. Big shout out to them for sponsoring this podcast. And get all your Ranger Boat needs at Vic Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Uh, they have Rangers. They have Tridents. They have Starcrafts. They have Star Welds. They have a used inventory. They got a good service center. Um, check them out. Give Vic Sports Center a fair shake. Shout out to St. Croix Rods. Best rods on earth. Mostly made in the USA for now. Um, give them a fair shake. We love their musky uh, trolling rods, casting rods. We're big fans of the big dog. 8.6 extra heavy. Uh, that's what we use when we're casting our jerk baits, glide baits, and sw in uh, swimmer series. Um, check them out. And that's it for me. And Muskie's Inc. Speaking of Muskie's Inc., I got my magazine in the mail today. Did you guys? Oh, I did. I, did. I got mine. Mm -hmm. I, I quickly leafed through it in between uh, getting dinner ready and getting the kids and all that stuff like that. But one of the perks, anything, any other perks, Todd, that Muskie Inc. has? Oh, geez, there's lots of stuff you can get. But when I did leap, leap through it, I saw that they were, they were just, uh, I think it said they were just under 6,000 members. It's kind of embarrassing, I'll be honest. I know we have more than 6,000 Muskie fishermen out there. Uh, 
anybody that's into musky fishing, you ought to get involved in a local chapter, find out, you know, every state that has muskies has a chapter anymore. You have so many options. Price of a bait, get involved in muskies, Inc. You know, the what the local clubs are doing to help these fisheries, there's a lot of people that just aren't taking advantage of what is happening with these local muskie ink chapters, you know, with the stocking of the fish, buying bait to feed these fish and just working with the local fisheries. So much can get done with muskies ink. I, I just think it's really important. I was really taken back when I saw that they were just, you know, a little under 6,000 members right now. Uh, lots of other stuff you can do. You can get involved in the local tournaments that your clubs put on you're not a tournament guy yeah don't participate but just so much going on these clubs work hard there's a lot of guys out there working really hard to try to help improve our fishery and uh really sad to see that there was only six thousand people i don't know what else to say man i was a little bummed about that six thousand yeah that's really low well we're trying our best I'd like to see 20,000 by this time next year. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. We'll 6, be getting 000. a new calendar here soon. That's a cool little thing. You get a calendar, you yep. get the magazine. Mm-hmm. Depending on when you sign up and if, if there's generous donations, you get a free bait. Uh, yeah, there, there's people uh, that I've taken out recently that are trying to start their own chapter out in the uh, Connecticut area um, for Muskie's Inc. Uh, They have like tigers in their area right now and they're trying to, they're like, Vance, like, what do I do? I want, uh, you know, there should be pure strain muskies in these areas. Um, If the tigers are taken off and I'm like, "Mm," you know, start a Muskie's Inc. chapter because it's your sounding voice. and they actually got in contact with Jared Sayers, and they're working uh, together um, to open up their own chapter. Uh, it, this is literally like 72 hours in the making, but um, grassroots. It's a sound, yeah. It's a sounding voice. You got to. They listen. The you know your fish commission listens. So six thousand members. That's a joke. Step yep. up your game. Perfect. Get involved. <laughs> Get involved. Yep. So, Vance, I'm going to put you on the spot because this question came up a lot this week. Um, Did you fall asleep last week? No, no. My phone uh, was under water damage, and I'm on a, a new phone right now. Uh <laughs> My uh, speaker did not work on that, but I have a new phone. Were you yelling at go. it? I was there the entire time. Uh, did you hear but, us calling you, Vance? Vance? Yeah, I was calling back. <laughs> and, like it There's just like wasn't out. happening. So, we and I had like so, fun. Yeah, just doing it. it. <laughs> and I was screaming. <laughs> screaming to be heard. Yeah, that was a common the, question. The thing, the, the thing was, I didn't want to like hang up the phone because I didn't know if it was going to drop something. So I just like let it lay there. I was like, "What the hell?" You know. 
this thing is like screwed up. But if if I would, I, I didn't know that if I hit end on the call, mm-hmm. they never it, that if it, if it would mess up the, well, the if, conference. If it, if it would have dropped the the uh, the calling link between Paul, Todd, and and, and oh, myself, okay. you know. So, um, I was there. I mean, I was having, I was laughing at myself. That's for sure. <laughs> having a good old time. Having you guys a good were talking. Time. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I felt that I, I felt a disturbance in the force, and mm. I'm just like. I'm not sure what's happening. I see your name still on the conference, and I'm like, I wonder how long it's going to take Paul to figure it out. <laughs> there was, um, there was a, uh, there was like a bit, a bit of water that I got on the phone at, at one point because I don't have a cover on my phone, and uh, there's a bit of water, some snow, maybe some uh, alcohol. No. Not that it, it was just like sitting in the cup holder of of my boat, and like I looked down, and it was just like filled with water, and I was like, oh, yeah. "Oh my god, not good." There are some things that don't. And I thought that on those rangers, yeah, yeah, and and like because I thought that weeds, they they don't drain because they're filled with weeds. Yes, they're absolutely, weeds. they're little hunks of weeds. Yeah, weeds, leaves, things like that. <laughs> We're talking about seaweed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, <laughs> the, I thought it would be good, like when I plugged in, but it, it was like really glitchy sounding when I was on the phone, and I was like, I'm, I'm just like not, this isn't gonna work at all. I tried like putting in it in rice and things like that. It, it it was completely just shit canned. So I got a new one, and uh, we're good to go. Good to hear. That that fixes the problem. That fixes the problem. So, prior to the show, we talked about Todd is home right now. Vance is home right now. Is so? Does that mean the season's winding down? Uh, it's it's winding down. I'm still going out fishing and have a cu- and have trips. And later in the year, it looks like we have some good weather coming up. Um, for this November, and I'm I'm continuing fishing, um, but I'm also home because I miss home. Um, I've been gone for like God knows how many days, you know. So it's just I'm uh, weaning my way back into normal home life, if no. you will. Now, also prior to the show, you talked about having some adjustments to civilization uh, about what that, what might be an offensible charge that you were doing. That is correct. And Todd can relate to me with this. Well, how we use the restroom at the campers where you just kind of go outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And take a pee. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so... You know, when we were getting prepped for this very important and 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 uh, highly awarded show that we put on, um, I found myself in the middle of my driveway <laughs> urinating, <laughs> and there's, you know, 
I could hit the next house with a rookie musky cast. I mean, it was, it, it, you know, I was like, what am I doing here? You it's know? a concrete I'm, jungle where you live. I mean, I, it's a subdivision, you know, in white America. Yeah. Kill me, you know, but I'm not going to let that put me down. I'm going to be where I want to. We're still Including on a cement driveway. <laughs> And and I was I was uh, I was very pleased with how the pee beat it down the driveway because you could oh see um, that it was yeah. still like very nicely sealed. The concrete was treated very well, so I think I can I can last another winter, and then I think in the spring maybe I'll seal it again. So you know it, it just all worked out in the end. You know I come home. I'm not used to this. I still think I'm at the camper. I go take a pee. I realize that, you know, my mind just goes, oh, I'm peeing. It's bad. I'm still going to finish There's this. 15 houses can... that can see you. It's dark, you know, time change. No one's around, maybe. <laughs> I say this is bad, but yeah. pinching off is also very bad. For oh. your health oh your, your key your key exercises very bad you know just continue it monitor what's going on but it's like you're weeding that, flowers that's what i do yeah while i was doing that i noticed the seal on my concrete was excellent and it got me in the mindset of you know getting back to home life and taking care of the house and doing normal uh, things. So it, it was very, very refreshing in a way. Yeah. Any other thing that you've uh, trying to come back, you know? No, <laughs> I'm good. You know? I mean, I'm not all the way there. I still have fish on my mind. Um, and, and charters to do, but, uh, are you trailering the boat back and forth? I'm not, no, I'm not. It's up there. Uh, trucks up there, boats up there, campers up there, ready to go. I got to think, I, I think I, I'm, I'm going till the uh, 22nd of November, um, barring any weather setbacks. Um, but yeah. That's it. Now, what happens if this good, warm, I don't want to say it's good because I don't know if it really is or isn't for fishing. Um, this nicer than average weather continues through when season closed the first? Uh, yeah, December, uh, well, November 30th. What happens if the weather's good all the way through then? Or are you just going to say this is my day and you shut it down? I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, Thanksgiving weekend or, you know, the Sunday there, boom, done. Campers closed up, coming back to normal reality, going to see some family, um, and getting back to being the stud hunter that I am. I have to get ready. Sight the rifle in, never done it. Um, <laughs> you know, and I'm just going to get out there and do what I do best, and that's kill big bucks. Do what I do best. <laughs> Kill bucks. <laughs> Kill bucks. You know. So it's a bad, bad 
uh, the trajectory of, of, of like 30 days, it's a bad time to be a buck <laughs> when I put the camo on, boy. <laughs> and bring the spackle bucket. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being sarcastic, you know that. But... <laughs> so I, I really don't even know. What, when is the opener? <laughs> Chapter eight. <laughs> no, your game was. <laughs> no, I, re- I, re- I really want to. I'm like excited about the hunting season. And, you know, my mind is still on fishing and all that stuff. But this time of year, and Todd can relate as well. When you start getting into that September month and October month that you're guiding and you're out there every day, people will start pulling up these buck photos and, and hunting photos. And they're like, oh, you know, you have the best job in the world. And man, I wish I could fish for all these muskies all the time and stuff like that. And you're, you're thinking in the back of your mind, like, it would be really cool to hunt a giant buck you know, just a sliver of you thinks that they start showing you photos and deers that 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 their buddies have shot and things of that nature. And it's um, it's cool doing muskies every day. And obviously, all three of us are very passionate about it. It's our life, um, but it's always nice to have. You know, it's it's closing time for for muskie season legally, and. Um, having something to look forward to like hunting and you know, inevitably not shooting a nice buck, which I always do. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like a, a peace of mind, you know, but to pull the I, get, I get in, I get into the hunting, you know, I want to shoot one. It's like, this is the time to do it. I probably have a better chance of like, just, I have a better chance of running over the best buck in my life than shooting one. <laughs> How many times did you hit the gas instead of the brake? I've tried it. <laughs> it's yeah. always the one you don't see that you hit. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, that, that's very true. But... Yeah, I mean... You got all these everybody loves this late fall fishing which is i mean it is it it, it can be great it's fun but you know it wasn't all that long ago that like up there where we're fishing chautauqua it ended hell weekend that was my end trip for so many years mm-hmm. that was the end of the season and the end of october and they added november and i can remember i was already guiding at the time when they added november i'm like oh god I gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. That changed this year, didn't it? It changed <laughs> for me this year. I didn't have to keep going. <laughs> before we, we, we before we give the spoiler, yes. <laughs> tell me about the events leading up to it. Just be, like because I haven't heard the story. I don't think many people know about it without giving away the ending until it's appropriate. I, I want to know what happened. Like give us like the long version. 
I have to mute myself. The long version of what happened to my motor? Don't give it away. Come on. <laughs> so, I actually was looking for an excuse to get out of the season. <laughs> so, so, I found this ball peen hammer. So, I took the. <laughs> no, yeah. We got so much stuff going on. You know, the kids have been home. I got a daughter who's 12 years old. And, you know, my wife does an unbelievable job. September, October is always hard. She's back in school. She's into doing the cheerleading. And, you know, we opened up school normally here where I was at. She's going five days a week. But, you know, my wife works a full-time job. I'm up in New York. These are the stuff that people don't see when you're a fishing guide and you're fishing like every single day, I took like one, two or three days off in September, one or two days off each month. And I do that. And you know, it's hard. You're, I don't, it's not like I go back home every night. You're on the run right there on the water. My, I had enough money to buy a, you know, lakefront house. You just pull, pull into your dock you're done with it. That's not the way we do this here. So lots of pressure. My wife taking care of the family, my daughter and the dog, the chickens, everything goes on. Anyhow, normal life stuff. Yeah. Normal life stuff, which I can't do. I'm away. It's because like, you're on the road. It's, 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 it is, it's, it's like, like taking a business trip. It is exactly yeah. what you're doing. You're taking a business trip. You're going to be away for a yep. while come home shit happens very tough to juggle yeah and uh you know yeah it's like the deadliest catch type stuff we don't deal with that type of weather but we're gone like that it's like i'm okay you can't come up this weekend i'm not gonna see you for 12 days hard stuff that we deal with and uh you know it's getting kind of fed up with it so fishing was slow and we were doing some casting and I had a friend that bought a lake house up there and I decided to you know we wanted to go get some pictures of his lake house the water was really low there maybe a month ago now and uh I said well let's go get some pictures of your place you know so that's how good fishing was yeah you're doing a photo shoot yeah, we're going to doing a photo shoot. He's never seen it from the water. He's like, "That'd be great. Let's go do this." And can we can so, we time can we time out though? The lake was down substantially. Yes, maybe more than I've ever seen. Yeah, it was as low as I've ever seen it. Maybe more than I've, I mean, it was absolutely dangerous at the boat launch, and when that happens. You kind of like you don't pay you don't pay attention to it because you're going through so many uh, motions at the boat ramp. But there was one day when it was so low that I just destroyed this. What is that called? The skag in my motor. Skag, oh my yeah. gosh! So you're I dragging it through the dirt. When I backed it in. 
Oh, so it was on the trailer and you just rammed it in the mud? In the mud, the concrete. Oh. I mean, like, it went like... Oh. I was like, holy shit. It, and the thing was, it was trimmed up, you know, like, off of the transom sager that I claim that I've never used. But it was, like, in that position, and that's how low it was. Just to give people a picture of yeah. what this lake was. I mean, it, it, it was down substantially two feet and that is a lot for what we fish it's not like this is not we don't this is not uh cave it's a natural lake yeah yeah this is not a natural these big giant floods like a few inches makes a big difference like people i think vance you probably still saw it there because i came home i've been home for a week and a half uh there was a reason that all those boat lifts were sitting out there in the middle of the lake. They could not. They couldn't get, get them. To them. Yeah. yeah. They pulled the docks. They So, and then this big crane thing comes in, picks up the boat lift and takes it in and drops it in their front yard. They could do it. That's why, that's why they were all sitting there because the lake was down. So, yeah, I mean, we don't deal with this kind of stuff. We don't have to deal with the big fluctuations in water i mean chautauqua lake i mean that was as low as i've ever seen it and when, and, when you uh, go through and when you go through the motions so many days in a row like we do it's easy to forget things like it's easy for things to sneak up on you like me backing it in and having the the motor i'm looking in my rear mirror i put the boat in every morning and i look at the one post i put it to the same spot I jump out. I had to get back into the truck a couple of times. Like I got to go back a little further mm-hmm. <laughs> because we're just so used to the normal, you know, Chautauqua Lake fluctuates about, a, it doesn't even fluctuate a foot, like up and down. Cause no, this was like at two feet, but th- th- yeah, it was low. It was low. Just painting a picture for this beautiful story that Todd will finish. Okay. Yeah, so we went, we went to do a photo shoot, and uh, he was trying. To, we were trying to pull this up on the on his phone where this property was, which I was trying to figure out where it was too. I mean, I fished with this guy like six, eight days a year. It's right near my campground, and uh, I was like, I want to see what property he bought. Well, he really didn't recognize the property because he's going to tear house down. He just bought the property. House is a tear down. He's going to put a new house on it. Pulls it up on his thing, and we pull in there. And I was out where I normally am. We're looking. I'm coasting up the shoreline, and uh, he's like, "Oh, we passed. We passed it." I was like, "Okay, we passed it." You know, let me look at your map a second. So he, he looks at. I was like, "Oh, it's back there with this little." canal comes in i know exactly where that is now i'll be honest i was not paying as much attention to my screen as i should have been i was just looking trying to get a photo shoot i like that's back here i I go over hit the throttle when i hit the throttle i turn out to the main lake and uh I got crushed. What do you mean you got crushed? 
like the back end sunk down and I hit something and uh yeah. Did it make a it noise? No, it made a lot of noise. Did some damage first time I ever hit a prop in my entire No, I take that back. I hit a prop one of the first times my grandpa let me take his boat out on uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the first times my grandpa let me take his boat out I was probably about 17 years old and uh, we took it up to Pima Tuning in the middle of summer to go look for some walleyes which he would never take me up there I'd, and Pima Tuning in Pennsylvania the lake that fluctuates a lot and I didn't know that you know we didn't have GPS. You'd have no maps. You did nothing. You just got there fishing. And I'm driving through an area that I drive through all the time. And, oh, I, yeah, I do remember hitting that prop and uh, hitting the motor. Sure. Did a sheer pin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking like a nine, nine or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little nine, nine. And I, you know, my grandpa had that all set up for me. There's a box to be a sheer pin, and oh, I hit like Beer Can Island up there by the uh, Jamestown uh, campground, and uh, you know the lake was down like two feet. And I hit somewhere and put a sheer pin in, and now oh, I can remember I was 17 years old or something, taking it back to the cap. I we got to buy a new sheer pin. I broke the sheer pin, so I did hit that one. But yeah, that's a lot different than hitting the 150 with a stainless prop. I have no idea what's going on. Well, okay. Over Vix. Well, okay, hold on. Let's go Cut. back to the story. Time out. Time out. Time out. Okay. What did you hit? This break. This break in the podcast is also brought to you by the Muskie Max, which will be held. Princecape Arena. Arena. March 6th and 7th. Um, Mm -hmm. The same boat that we're talking about with uh, with Vance, with Todd, was the boat that he had at the Muskie Max, correct? A couple years ago. So, as far as we know, everything is still on with the Muskie Max. Um, We're going to keep you posted as soon as we find out more information, but all the other shows that I know of are shut down. Um, Sean is working closely to find out what the uh, stipulations and recommendations and all that stuff is. But as of right now, still mark it on your calendars. So big thanks to Sean and the Muskie Max, the Leah parties. Princecape Arena, great show. Maybe the only show that runs this year. Also, I want to point out one other thing. A Muskie's Inc. Chapter 70 is running a 2020 National Hog Hunt, open to all current Muskie Inc. members. Fish any waters in the U.S. November 1st through the 30th. It's a $35 entry. Fish entered through the Fish Donkey app. It can be muskies. It can be muskie tiger categories. There's cash payouts for the three longest fish in both categories. You got to catch and release. Uh, and you register on Muskie's Inc. Fall 2020 National Hog Hunt. Register at www.fishdonkey.com. That's F I S H 
D-O-N-K-E-Y.com. Chapter 70, Muskies Inc. Putting it on. Check it out. Win some money. Back right. to Todd. Okay, so Todd, what did you hit? I have no idea, but I'll tell you something that hit me there when Vance brought that up about the hog hunt. Here's how, here's how out of touch I am with it right now. I have no boat. Over at Vicks. And when he said there's a hog hunt, I'm like, I'll go shoot a hog. Oink, oink. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, with my gun? It's fall. I know. Feed bag time, baby. I know. Yeah, no, I, I, when you said hog hunt, I was like, wow. That's something I could do. I could take my daughter. We canceled school, so there's lots of stuff that happened. But anyhow, I, I have no idea what hit Andy. Hit something. I hit that throttle. Rear end went down, and I hit. I have no idea. I, I mean, describe. Ever hit on Chautauqua Lake, but I describe it though. I mean, describe your your emotions. What's going on? What was the first uh, word you said? A, and I think it begins with the letter ten- F. <laughs> as a tenured fisherman on that lake, and you've been up there since you were in diapers. I mean, what happens at that point when? Okay, so we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to make this. Uh, as Andy said, no F word. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, wouldn't you say it, but uh, it happened, and I looked, and the, the guy looked at me, I looked at him, and I said, We're effed. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you've had no prior experience of feeling this feeling from your mm-hmm. boat, you just no, instantly I said, knew. I knew we were yeah. So, yeah, we got her down. I got it. Well, did it stall the engine? I, I no, no, the engine was still running. But I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we're done. We, uh, we're we're effed. And I, that's. I put it in gear. It goes into forward. It went into reverse. But I was like, I mean, some of these guys do deal with this all the time. I talked to Victor. I called him, Vic, Vic Sports Center. I was like, man, I can't even believe this. So embarrassed to tell you what happened. I hit this. He's like, you know how many times that something like that's happened to me? I was like, I don't know, but it never happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I got three of these on the shelf right now to switch them out. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you might need to. I was like, well, I can smell a little lower unit oil. So the seal is bad. I know that. He's like, oh, yeah, that's not good. You know, There's but, fish floating from the, the oil slick. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, I fished my last like ten days up there. I came home like a week ago, and uh, we just ran on nine nine power. Got some, got some fish. It didn't really matter that much, but uh, even though you had a twenty horsepower kicker, you were still on nine nine power. Well, uh, twenty horse. Yeah. <laughs> I still call it a nine nine. I can't get it. Yeah. How much faster is that twenty than the nine nine? I mean, your hair has to be one mile an hour. (laughs) That's why I don't, that's why it doesn't matter if it's a six. That's why I got a six. 20, doesn't matter. It's the same. For pushing a boat like we have, it goes no faster. That's very true. Mm -hmm. It's just, 
a trolling motor. But yeah, pulled out from the state park and started my troll there. We got a couple fish right there by the state park. So Now, okay, on, on something like this, do you try to sell it as like, listen, there's a lot of fish real close, so I'm just going to fire up this little motor. We're going to start trolling. Or you just I, like, told it, I, called, I called everybody ahead of time. And I, I lined it up with the people. I, you know, I had people coming that were later that I knew, told them what was happening, knew the way the fishing was, and just it was an easy out to get out of the season. So basically, to get out of the season, I went in and crushed my motor that I'm still waiting to hear from Vix to see if I need to do an insurance claim on it or not. Uh, that's the way I get out of going there, but... I came home on a Tuesday morning. I left at four o'clock in the morning. Got here to get my daughter on the bus that morning. And by three o'clock, they had canceled school because of COVID crap. And uh, she's still not going to school. So I had to get home anyhow. So it was a. To me, it sounded like the soldiers that shoot themselves in the foot to come home from the war. (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly. Stewie and Brian tried to do that on Family Guy. No, we, <laughs> we had a little bit of a plan, like if they canceled school, but I got through all of September and I got through most of October. But we didn't really know what we we're going to do if they were going to cancel school. I can't leave my daughter here all day by herself. So, and, and that's why you took one for the team and ran into a pipe. I ran into... Yeah. What do you so, think it was? How far off the shore were you? I was out beyond the boat lifts. That's what gets me. They were boat lifts. So people pull their dock. What happens here is people will pull their docks. And as I said earlier, they have this big crane that comes in, picks up their boat lifts. And they pull up into the shore. They pull right up on shore and they like set their person's boat lift in their front yard, charge them like, couple hundred bucks and then they will reset it the people go out and they put their dock in and they ask where do you want your boat lift at and they put it on the right or left side of the dock and uh yeah i mean i hit that i hit the throttle but i was not i i you know partly my own fault i was not paying attention i was just in there i was out beyond a couple of these lifts never thought anything of it and i was like okay it's got to be back here and as soon as I hit that throttle, we went up on plane, but I had juiced the motor because we were looking, we were trying to take pictures. I was watching the shore the whole time. I wasn't looking at the screen. Like this is something that's never going to ever happen to me again. I know it won't. It never <laughs> happened to me before, but yep. <sighs> One of the fins on the, Stainless steel prop definitely bent the prop shaft. Definitely had lower unit oil coming out. Yet to be determined. So for sure it's a new prop, maybe a new prop shaft, mm-hmm. possibly more or a complete lower unit. Yeah. It does go in and out of gear, so. Yeah. Yeah, you should you should keep that prop. You could sell that to somebody. Stainless, the scrapyard. But I would keep it for a souvenir. (laughs) Keep it as a backup. 
if he bent the if he bent a blade, he, it's pointless. Yeah, I mean, if he it if does, he wrecked it, it, it wrecked it. It's, yeah, it it spins awkwardly. This is very, this is very. I, I don't like talking it, about it. I'm well. You got you, listen. I've been in the brunt of bad boat experiences. I, okay, I, I don't you like are that. the you are the elder. You are the you know the guru of the water, and yeah, but I still don't. <laughs> After all this stuff, like I'm embarrassed. Uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. I mean, but it really wasn't like it's not your like fault because of you know how we preface this. When you get in into doing something so many times, uh, like backing the boat in, and like you know it's two foot down. I have the motor trimmed up, and all of a sudden I'm stopped as I'm in reverse. I'm like, oh my god. Like, am I even going to be able to tie this boat off on a dock yeah, right we now? Like because under, this, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's just so different. We're not used to this. You like know, said, we're not. It's, 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 and, and you're and you're doing it repetitively. You wake up, you mm-hmm. have a routine. You get there, you unstrap the boat, you put it in reverse, you put it in, you say hello to the clients. All that stuff yeah. happens, and then but now sometimes you're doing you. it, and the boat the boat is like going under the dock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the boat is going under the post. Yeah, it's very, very shallow. And here you are as a guide going the extra mile to show this client uh, something fun that he's excited about. Yeah. And but I'm worried about getting it, my boat under the dock. And I'm like, just. Yeah, but but I mean, but here's what happens: you go and you try to do a nice thing, and you get asked. You know, that's 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 the thing about it. Like, it's not your fault. You were going in to try to do a nice thing, go the extra mile on the water, and you end up getting screwed. You know, and it 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 sucks. And yeah, I I would never been in there if that never happened. How many times have you been doing the bad thing and get screwed versus how many times have you trying to like be that nice guy, go the extra mile and it just, and you're just like, why did I have to do that? I could have just very easily pretended not to pay attention to him saying, Hey, I think that's my house. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. 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 You always get screwed going the extra mile. The extra mile cost him about, Three G's probably when it's all 40, said and done. 40, 40 miles yeah. per hour is what it yeah, costs him. Definitely cost me that. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's not. I mean, it shit happens on the water like that. I mean, you can't well, be embarrassed. Okay, you if you have this clean of a record in doing it as long as you have on that lake, and we know every corner of that lake, like it's except we that know, one. There's no what, secret yeah, spot, right? But it's like. What the heck? What is that? We don't even have lure knockers on our damn boat. We know the lake so well, like where the snags are and things like that, you know. But things pop up. You never know what happens uh, when you get into those shallows. And it, it, those those are places that we've been, like, say, on your GPS. Yeah. Like, we've been there before. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the lake makes... was low, Vance. I mean, you know that. I took... 
you know, we, we had Vicky up here, Vicky Banks, mm-hmm. the Kentucky queen and uh, Southern musky queen. And, you know, she had to use the restroom and I took her into the, one of the ramps and it was windy. The wind was blowing the wrong way. It was not a good situation. And I was on a nine, nine. 20. This happened before <laughs> a 20. I keep saying nine, nine. Yeah. I was on the 20. I took, we went into the dock and I could feel the bow of the boat hitting, hitting the, the ground. You forced her to get out 200 yards in the water as she walked ankle like, deep in mud. The rest of the way, Vicky. And she did it. <laughs> no, no, I, I got her. Vicky <laughs> would have done that, but she would have yeah, walked I mean, on water. It's, it's just an odd, yeah. We don't deal with all that stuff. That's why it's. Is the lake back up now? Tremendously. It was when I left, yeah. (laughs) From all the lower unit oil you dumped in it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It might be be a foot above what it was, like normal. Mm -hmm. It was kind of normal when I left. I left last Tuesday. It was back to like normal. Man, it was. Yeah, you have to step into the boat now, like step above. It's it's high. Yeah. I was uh, keeping an eye on French, and it was like I talked about this a few weeks ago. I'm like, there's like no water in it. It's like below summer level. Well, that changed instantly. Like we got those couple rains, and it's just been chocolate milk. I just I I couldn't have my my little time because when the water was when when the water clarity is what I wanted, there would have been no way. I mean, like you would have been hard pressed to get a kayak in some of these spots. Okay, so we got a we got a heavy rain. We got a couple heavy ones. Yeah, for for multiple days. Yeah, and it it totally blew out what I what I had, and I, the water still hasn't cleared up. Yeah, but I mean, like, I I just think Todd should embrace this and enjoy the silliness out of it from somebody who comes from terrible boat experiences. Yeah. Um, okay. Todd's Todd back on. Should em- Todd should embrace this. You know, that's a very healthy track record uh, in all the years of fishing and never doing this and fishing it in Canada where there's actual like danger and things like that. You you just need to embrace it and laugh at it in the long run um, and not stress over it. And that's coming from somebody who's had horrible boat experiences uh, <laughs> yeah. myself. But there is a story that might make you feel better. And um, so you have a routine at this boat ramp. They've been taking the docks out and it's been delayed at Chautauqua Lake. Where we launch is Long Point State Park. And you can buy slips uh, to keep your boat there for the summer months, Um, you know whatever you buy a boat you can keep it there hop in it and drive around whatever 
they usually close that around like October 15th, second week in, weekend in October. Yeah. Your boat's got to be out. Yep. Well, so they have, uh, and, uh, and I've uploaded a photo of this on Instagram. There was an Alumacraft, a uh, little like 14-foot rowboat that I uploaded on Instagram maybe four years ago. Yes. And and said that, you know, update on Vance's boat status. And it was that Alumacraft upside yeah. down because of all my boat woes. Mm. Well, so they're taking these boats out and they use this little rowboat that's flipped over next. And it's generally around the bush where Todd and I throw dead I, I was going to ask you, isn't that it's by the bush? bush. <laughs> it's by the bush, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we it's could use that. We, we, maybe we should put it under the Illumicraft, but yeah. There so there's That's bees true. and raccoons. That's true. <laughs> maybe we can put it under there. Then yeah. we definitely could get those jaws without worrying about other animals. But um, so they decided to like keep that boat in the water when they are taking out these docks. Uh-huh. Uh, and by keeping them in the water, Long Point State Park, you have one, two, three, four, five. You have five Box. areas to launch your boat. Um, and they had uh, one take that flipped over a Lumacraft was chained. Uh, so you couldn't launch in one of the stalls. And then there was some other contraption that they were using that took up another one. Uh, that was closest to the bush where we, of course, throw the muskies that we find that are dead to try and, and harvest their jaws. Now, so that leads you down to three. Um, I pulled up there, uh, I think it was like maybe four days ago or something, and I go to launch. Well, this guy's taking his boat out of the water, and he's in front of me, but it's one of those deals where somebody has their boat maybe on a lift somewhere in the lake. They own a dock, things like that. It's time to take it out of the water. So they hook their trailer back up to the truck, have a buddy drive the boat over and yeah. put the, the boat on the trailer. Well, I generally like launch where I tie up on my starboard side. I always like launch and tie up. Yeah, you know, more on the yeah. on, on the starboard side. That's just what I'm comfortable with. Um, so this guy backs up and just puts a trailer in the water, and I'm like, Jesus. And there's these other guys launching, and there's only it, it goes from five down to three because again, that Alumacraft and some other contraption is taking up that that dock space so you're you're left to three now this guy pulls in front of me and just puts his trailer in the water and the boat's nowhere to be found that he's waiting on his buddy so he's taking up essentially both ramps yes so i'm left to put the boat in and tie it off on my starboard side or i mean on my port side excuse me port side my port side so I have to, I get out and I, uh, you know, redo the ropes and all that stuff. And I put it in and I'm like, damn it. I'm like, you know, 
it screws me, you know. I hate yeah, I but hate you can change the ropes. I mean, Vance and I, whoever gets there first, there's one of two places we can put the boat in. Yeah, I either put it in by the bush or yeah. put it in the middle. The bush, because the ropes are already there. Let's just mm-hmm. Okay, so go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like already irritated because it messes with that system uh, that system that we're doing so i get out and I have to do all that boom that the first day that i'm taking out these clients and they booked up a double day and uh it's just something that that seems off and it it just puts a bad taste in your mouth like the ropes are on the other side of the boat now <laughs> And at the end of the charter, I'm now going to have to dock on the port side as well. You know, there's just so many things that happen, so many intangibles, you know, like I'm not going to like end the charter and then like get up there and, you know, you reel in, you reel in or you drive in. And it's the last thing you're thinking about. So I'm like, okay, the ropes last are over there. That's what I'm that's what I'm shooting for at the end of the day. Oh. They're decided to be um an incredible west wind at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Now that's pushing me away when I dock uh mm-hmm. on the port side, pushing like sturdy, just crushing me. Um away from it so i pull in we have a day you know congrats all this stuff i'm gonna pull in now there's freaking like one foot caps like right at the dock and now i have to now i have to you know tie my boat up on that side that's i'm being pushed away from well so i i come in and i think i'm doing a good job but i'm coming in like super hot and i turn the the motor all the way to the left and I kick it in reverse. I kill the motor, and I grab the uh, the rope that's attached to the cleat on the port side that I'm being blown away from. And I have like a millisecond to think about what I'm going to do. I'm now far far away enough to say that if you jump off of this boat right now where it's just been sleety and hailing and snowing and sunny and rainbows all in the same day. That's the weather we experienced. Lightning, sleet, snow, hail, everything in one day. I'm going to get pretty effed up. I might not make this. And it's like a five-foot jump. But you did it anyway. You take way more chances than I do, Vance, launching. I've watched this, but I took a chance. Okay. I took a chance as my boat is drifting away, and I have that rope in my hand. I jump, and I grab onto one of the wooden pillars that you you tie up to on a dock, and it was either use both hands or fall in. So when I jumped... I let go of the rope that I had and I barely made it onto this wooden tie off. And and I was hanging there 
like I was King Kong on the tippy top of the <laughs> Empire State Building. <laughs> and getting shot at by, you know, those, single those, engine things. Those prop biplanes. <laughs> and so I'm holding on to it. Like my right leg is in the water. <laughs> and they're like, wow, good save. And then it's like, wow, good save, good save. Because they're drifting away. And the boat is <laughs> with two clients on it. Just drifting away. No problem. And they're not drifting away into the other side of the dock. They're drifting away right into concrete. Into the concrete, yeah. Yep. Yes. Like West right, West. like way shallow where you would have like a, a you know, where your keel protector. So, so you're on the dock. <laughs> The clients are in the boat thinking this was really cool to watch. <laughs> and I'm just like, but you, you're just like, you guys have to do something. Um, <laughs> hey, can I ask you to do a solid right now? <laughs> yeah. I got can a you, favor I got to ask you. Can you go in and fire up the motor uh, and hit reverse? Oh, which key is it? Your kicker that doesn't work or the big motor? Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, so I'm just like watching this like slow death, slow burn uh, <laughs> boat just drift into the concrete. And I just let it happen. I'm just like, whatever. I'm dry right now. I saved myself from falling it into 45 degree water. I'm going <laughs> to let the boat drift, you know? Oh, I thought you like slowly your grip faded and you, you just started sinking no. in the water. No. I made a five foot leap and held on and dropped the rope like it was nothing and just let the boat perish. <laughs> well, I'm not but doing this. I walked in I walked in so I had to walk into the water and grab the uh the bow and just like push it over to the other side. Get it to the opposite. And I'm just like, oh my God. And people that make fun of me. So the boots that I wear, which are like 16 inch high extra tufts. Heck yeah. I didn't, I didn't get wet at all. I didn't get wet at all. I was dry and I walked in the water and I pushed it over and it was, it's like, all right, cool. The clients are like, I'm now, I'm now. They're going to go buy a boat and just. (laughs) I'm now tied up on the side that I wanted to be. Nine hours ago, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for that guy that freaking put his trailer in, I was sitting there waiting, yep. sitting there waiting for, and I launched the boat and we took off prior, you know, to, to that boat. Because you're Vance, you're starting to get a little bit like me. I'm quite a bit older. I do. I got my routine when my routine gets screwed up. Up all day. I think of it all day. Like you said, the ropes are over there. I got to go over here. Now, couldn't you have easily moved the ropes? You could have, Andy, but like at the end of the day, it's a huge deal. Let me ask you this. Was the effort to make the flying squirrel leap in the, <laughs> no. the hug <laughs> it wasn't. and it then wasn't. swallowing your pride and having to walk into the water? But, Andy, it comes back down to wind direction most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. That you in the day you couldn't find the twenty seconds it took to move the ropes. Yeah, there was hellfire like. raining down on me. Yeah, this day. I mean, I took refuge. In it, when when I when I stopped fishing, there's a big problem. Like there, there's something that's good. I, I push it to the limits. And when I have to like say, everybody grab a rod and reel in because we are absolutely after right now. Mm-hmm. Something is going on in the lake. Uh, and and that is what happened uh, for one of these fronts that, that rolled in. And so, you know, you're soaked, you're freezing, you're, there's snow everywhere. It, it's the last thing you're like, okay, we got fish. We're going in. I'm getting the hell off this lake right now. I need to, you know, relax. You go in. Yeah, could I've changed up the stuff, but you know, you're 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 con you're concentrated on catching fish, you know, and making sure that the client has a good time. So it when the ropes are on one side, after you reel everything in and you're going in, you're like, I'll just dock on that side. Well, it was yeah, it was horrible. And 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 because I changed it, my ropes a couple times this year, every time it was a pain in the ass. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I was I literally hanging on that thing, and I jumped off the gunnel of my boat and slipped. It was like so icy on that gunnel. I slipped, and I and and like I said, I was clinging onto this wood like I was King Kong on the, you know, the original King Kong on the. And just like hanging over and like trying to get the rope, and it was just drifting away. And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know. So I mean, shit happens out there. And it was all because of that guy that put his freaking trailer in and let it sit in the water for like fifteen minutes. Should have hopped in the driver's seat and pulled it out. Launched your boat and then put it right back in. So, long story short, don't be upset about the motor, even though it's fresh. Yeah, it happened. Happened. I had to come home anyhow due to COVID. It was like it, it was like a a blessing. It was like a sign. Mm-hmm. You know. Very costly sign, but it was a sign. I had to come on. Yeah. And then there's That's nothing what... I can do. There's, uh, I mean, I, you know, what do you do? Student I don't know what people are doing for. in this country. <laughs> I don't know what people are doing. <laughs> They're going to shut down schools and. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got a deer that's going to be in the freezer, so I'll be good for a while. Oh really? Yep. And yeah, I'm gonna have a couple deer in the freezer too. Not unless stuff goes awry. Oh, what's that? I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to hunt on. The no, it could anymore. be World War Three, Civil War. We have uh, no, no idea what's gonna happen. The cool thing is, like anybody that's listening, <clears throat> when Andy shoots a deer. Which he's very reluctant to do. Uh, that leaves like 
opportunity and more fun experiences hunting uh, for myself. Cause like we could sit on opening day and like, he'll probably be reluctant to say like, yeah, we're going to sit on the opening day of buck. I already shot my buck, but I still want to go out on opening day. And maybe I'm going to take this person out or my wife out, but in all reality, it's going to be me. And if he's refuses that, I'll just use physical force and me and him are going to sit together on the opening day of buck rifle season, uh, whether he likes it or not. And that is something that I look forward to. Anytime we sit in a stand generally leads to funny stories and me being a terrible hunter. That's fun. No, you're not a terrible hunter. You get it done. You're crushing <laughs> I, I have a uh, a photo that I've kept. I usually don't take... There's only certain instances where I take selfies. And it has to be when a friend of mine is in the photo doing something embarrassing. And then I always get half my face and what's going on. And it's, it's Vance's oh, chapter nine. Be sure to pay attention. Uh, two things. Two things. <laughs> A good hunter should keep his mouth shut and his eyes open. And Vance had it inverted. <laughs> He's snoring in the stand. <laughs> snoring. <laughs> I think mouth I wide open, head back. I think I still have it. Let me see if I can find it to see if you remember this eventful day. No, I remember that, and it was I, I it was on the... par with my calling. You I went turkey hunting since I got to come home for just for the morning because I had to get back to get my daughter. And uh, my wife went to work. She has a little down. She has an hour here and there if I do something like that where she's here by herself. And I'm just I'm maybe two miles from the house. My daughter sends me this picture like that. There's an eight point walking down the middle of the road. And she sends me this picture. That was right behind it. She's like, I, I just want to shoot it. She's ready and to that go. Got me excited. Yeah, she's ready, she's ready to, to go. Yeah, she's ready to go. I mean, it, it was it would be in range with the crossbow walking down the street and she she took a video of it. Hopefully you're a better teacher than Andy. Nice little eight point walking down the street. Yeah, I'm 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 horrible at at that. And <laughs> uh, s- speaking of uh, paying attention, did you guys get the photos? Damn it! Oh God! <laughs> You're an ass for that. <laughs> Is. You don't see any Vance's eyes. You can see the back of no, his I can throat. See your eye. Andy's eye. But and none of Vance's. <laughs> see, that's what makes it great. And I think you were tagged out at that point, and I still had a tag. I, 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 still, I still would have had a doe tag at that moment. Because I, I, I had tired. to I had to wait for a challenging shot. <laughs> That's true. Oh, that was last year? Yes. 
Oh, that was last year when we were, yeah. Oh, was that, that was last year? That was 2019. That's when I yeah. shot my first doe, yeah. Your first doe. And he said, go wake up and shoot this doe. <laughs> he did. <laughs> we all know that hunting story, but that's that's what yeah. I'm talking about. This is the memory that's just sticking one. Yeah. <laughs> Stance does not do that on his musky chargers, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's very true. Wait, honey, all day. That's right. Honey. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a vacation, you know. <laughs> after after doing it for you know, being on the water that long and it's it's something to look yeah. forward to and I, and I even have something you know, it's it's gonna be fun now that I'm not gonna be alone in the stand, you know, because Andy had the balls enough to pull the trigger and uh, shoot a deer. Yeah, I shot a deer. Andy shot a deer. That's my story. Andy, Andy <laughs> filled a tag. I did. That's buck tag. a deer. I know how. I know how hard it is for him to pull the trigger. Yeah, I let the thing go pan. twice before. I'm like, get on your merry way, shoo. <laughs> Make this more difficult. Yes. I don't need you at 20 yards or 40 no. or 30. I don't, I don't need you in a shooting lane. That's a story it's for another best. day, though. Yeah, but all uh, is I'm well hanging here. from a rope to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea about all that. You showed me those pictures, Andy. I had no idea you were doing that. I want to see in there. I think I had the buddy heater going. Oh yeah. You, oh, in that picture. Oh, in that in that picture. Your, your feet were probably on fire. Who knows? I mean, the amount of fossil fuels you burn in that stand is staggering. It, it's all about being comfortable out there and being able to last. Okay. It's 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 bitter. It's frigid out there, and he's sleeping like he's like a memory foam mattress. I kid you not. You'll Vance will walk in with a six pack of those one pound cylinders, and he'll leave there with like maybe one full one left. Uh, Yeah, it's like. It's it's not like okay I'm gonna wait till I get cold and put it on low. It's the door closes, high range, windows open. <laughs> like so, we just gotta hook it up to like like our campers. We gotta hook those things up to like eighty pound tanks. Yeah, with a and it's gotta go all the way up to the stand. Well, <laughs> absolutely. So, so oh, I can't wait. I'm so ready to go. An improvement that I've done for those stands, not to cut you off too too much here, because it's a it's pertinent for the propane. Last year, if you want to buy any hunting gear, wait till after Christmas. Like Tractor Supply and Walmart will throw their stuff. I picked up four of those big buddy heaters, like like the ones that you you carry. You know, you can put the one pound cylinder in the big yeah. ones, fifty bucks a piece. I wonder where I wonder where you got that idea. Um, my one buddy, Eric called me and says, Hey, they got these buddy heaters on clearance. Oh, 
Yeah, of course. Not not me. Not us being <laughs> being comfortable in the stand because I carried mine in. Okay. Six one pound cylinders. It was Eric. No, we've had mm-hmm. those before. You I bought guess. yours, but you asked me where I got the idea. He called me and said, uh, I can get them yeah. for 50 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, get all of them. So he picked up all four. Now we have one for yeah. each stand. Uh, Anyways, so. Yeah. Wow, so thank, uh, I, thank, thank God. Not a problem. Eric. So I mean, wait, wait until you hear this part. Eric. I was going to buy a 25 pound cylinder for each one. <laughs> And the reason yeah. I'm not is because of Vance, because I'm not going to haul that thing out when I'm freezing and he's not there because he used all 25 pounds in the first morning. He's going to be like, it's warmer if I cut this hose and just run it direct. Dude, I went recently. It's great to hunting, get... though. It's great <laughs> hunting like that. I never did that till last year's the first time I ever put one in a stand. Or on my boat, I, I still never put one in the boat. But it's yeah, just it's all easy. about making you last and, and like midday snoozes. I went, I, <laughs> <laughs> like I I went out two weeks ago and spent two hundred and fifty dollars on one pound cylinders. Wait, <laughs> at a tractor supply. <laughs> How many cylinders did you get for the fall fishing? To God, uh, uh, there was. They sell like a four pack for yeah, but, right? but but this was this was the tractor supply because I didn't feel like going into Walmart. Mm. Um, man, I, I got stacks of them. Say say they come down to like. <laughs> I don't know. Four bucks a piece, five bucks a piece. I got 250 bucks worth. Uh, you got 50 of them. Yeah. Now, I got, I got a That's question. Are, are you just like, said, I think I can reasonably use 50 of these in a year? Or do you just be like, um, screw it, I'm buying them all? Uh, I could use 50 of them in two months. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to burn three of them a day on a boat if it's a trolling charter um, and I've I was never, thinking about hunting I've, season I've never put a heater on my boat <laughs> just, I mean call it bougie or whatever but it makes you last you know so and it makes you go to bed That's, too in the hunting nice <laughs> so <laughs> Probably some days we're out there doing those double days and people are like, I'd rather be in that boat. It's a heat. It's a heated room. <laughs> yep. And I'm just like, suck it up, bitch. <laughs> what would, would there be any legalities of like taking a 20 pound cylinder? Um, no, I, I, I don't think like what you put in, say like your grill grill yeah. yeah yeah like so if you yeah, were to take it and it strap it somewhere and you run a long hose it's in the bow of your boat and you run the heater off a 20 pound or 25 pound whatever they are and you just keep a two pack not the wrapper but a two pack of uh 
one pounders that you keep in a storage compartment somewhere. Should you run that dry? Um, you can exchange those for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Andy, you're bringing the ultimate trolling boat here. Yeah. I mean, they even I make mean, 10 pound cylinders. Have you seen those cuties? I've never seen those. Yeah. They're like, no. they're, they're flatter like a pancake. And then you could just go to a filling station and get them filled for whatever it is, like a buck something a pound. Yeah. That's uh, three I mean, days worth of troll in there. I know, but like having a 20 pound cylinder or whatever I it take, is. I take pride in taking people out on a 20 horse <laughs> and saying, this is it, the grind. <laughs> you got to go through right the suck here. to get the deer buck. Right here. Put no tarp up. <laughs> no canopy. Do you fall fishing, baby? Let's do it. Fall fast. Do, do you want to get the the extra tough award? And they're like, mm-hmm. "What's that?" They're like, "I take this bucket, I stick it in the water, and I dump it on you. And if you yeah. can last through the day, you get the extra tough award." Let's go, baby. Let's go. Anyway, okay. All fun stuff coming up. Oh, good. All right. I'm good at that. Man, me too. Yeah, I might too. We'll see. You got to put that picture up some somewhere. I might no. make it the cover of this. No, Andy's no, no, no. Eye. You, you can you can make it the Watch. cover. Andy's eye, your eye is watching it. Like that's super screwed up. And like he sent that out to all his hunting buddies. <laughs> like notoriously, go more than one day. At, well, they're, they're, they're notoriously terrible shooters. <laughs> like, like on your property, they're like, "Yeah, this dude missed the deer. He injured this deer. Like, whatever." And you have. I'm been, out there sleeping. I'm killing. Suck it. You're sleeping. You know? Andy wakes you up, <laughs> takes a shot. Like, I'll take it. I'm gonna Man. go for the dead ringer liver <laughs> shot. Here we you go. Have, you've done it. Hey, that dead, that dead ringer, I'm looking at it right now. It looks real yep. nice on my wall. Right in, and I hit a lung, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I freaking hit a lung and the thing went 20 yards. How about that 20 pounds died. of meat you brought back from Kentucky? Tell me. About- <laughs> oh, my. I, that's another. That's another. Where the guts were falling out of it okay. as it okay. was looking at you. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I've shot about six shots at Andy's, and I've had six hits. Let me tell you this: every deer I've ever hit has died wherever the <laughs> hell it was placed. How about that one that <laughs> you, you volleyed the shot across the gorge? You gave me some freaking algorithm. <laughs> You you don't like, you know, your brilliant mind doesn't, the crossbow, the crosshairs, I'm not doing this. I'm working like uh, 200 days in a row. And then it's like, oh, it's time to hunt. I can't do that. I'm not sighting in my rifle. I don't understand what bullet drop stuff is. I don't understand what you're telling me in your crossbow scope. 
You I can't was talking about a long divisional math problem without a pen and paper. You just tell me where to put the little slot on the vitals, and I'll pull the trigger instead. <laughs> we did have that. We had that incredible day where we. That was a couple of years ago. That was when I shot in three other counties. That's when what we I was shot talking together. about. Yeah, we shot simultaneously. <laughs> I didn't know you shot. You didn't know I shot. Yeah. So to set it up, uh, I was in shots. one stand. One thing went down. Well, okay, that's correct. And well, two <laughs> things. One was morale from one hunter, and the other was a deer. <laughs> So I was in one stand, Vance was in another, Todd was in another one. I could see Vance, Vance could see me, but we could not see Todd. And some miracle moment in the middle of the afternoon, Vance shot and with before that the 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 gun the like the the sound exiting the gun ended, like cuz it it's not like an instantaneous another shot rang out. And I'm like, what was that? And it was the weirdest thing because within the same half a second, Vance and Todd pulled the trigger at the same time, not knowing they were going to shoot. It was the wildest thing. Now, as Vance pointed out, Todd's deer went down and Vance's deer got a little smarter. Um, I can't even remember what deer that was. It was a doe out of the second stand and Vance sent one 300 yards across... Yes, because you guys were talking. Yeah, I mean, I, I was watching. I don't talk a lot on the phone, or you know, I, I knew you guys were talking about. There's one out there. Vance is looking at it, and Vance was like, "I don't know if it's a button buck or not." And I was like, "Vance, it's a button buck. Just take it. That's what you shoot. Don't worry about it." I remember the text was like, "Sign me up." Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it might be a button buck. I don't know. I don't want to do it. And, but yeah, out of nowhere at two o'clock, I still can't remember. Oh, it was a second stand. Yes. That was the one. I didn't even know that we both shot simultaneously. Yeah. I I mean, I, I know something was just weird. It didn't sound right, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the odds of two shots ringing out exactly the same time from two hunters, 300, you son of a bitch. They they leave they leave in Todd's favor if two shots are taken. <laughs> bet on Todd's. <laughs> you should bet on that. I'm, yeah, I'm not. You are a good shooter. You're, you're you're not a. But I've killed you, every you've deer. You've got all your deer. You've got all I've, your deer. I've got all my deer. I killed every deer I shot. Every I've deer made, that you've hit. I don't shoot that often, but if I take the shot, I I've made two bad shots. That like didn't one was when I shot over like three counties, and the other one was that time when Andy and I were in we were we were in the turtle blind, yes, late season season. archery. You were looking for meat, uh, and and that's the thing where you told like there was a million deer in front of us, (laughs) and Vance, you've been doing very well. I mean. Gosh, but yeah, like Andy hammered. just told me something where it made sense to him and not to me. And I mean, I shot like directly into the ground. I mean, it was terrible. 
As soon no. as I saw the arrow leave, I'm like, this isn't going to go good. And it hit between the hooves of the deer as it looks over at us. You do it. The deer looked at us. That deer that like, you shot at, there yes. Was, there was eight deer looking at us after <laughs> right, I pulled but that the, trigger. The one that I was looking at, I'm like, I don't think you're going to do it, but fall over. Like, what was that doesn't noise? happen that way. There was, there was um, like, multiple... Generations of deer looking all, at all you. All the deer looked at each other like, we're good. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple more bites, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. <laughs> off of this food plot. I'm gonna take a couple more bites. We're good. <laughs> We're good. And then we'll just we'll come back tomorrow or something. But and, 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 and then it started the cussing under your breath as I'm trying to reload. I'm like, there's another deer down here. It's bigger than the one that just walked away. Yeah, and I mean it and, and I pulled up and like I, I realized the mistake I made. And I just boom pulled the trigger and it was done so. And it turned yeah. out to be a buck. And I was hunting a duck. A buck that was <laughs> you shot shedded. More. You got more with the bow bow crossbow mix than I've shot. I've never I mean I think I've killed like double digit bucks in hunting four years. Yeah, you've done an, you've done a great job. In the... You got to keep that population in check. We, I mean, I'm just sick and tired of seeing all these antlers, bu- these antlered bucks everywhere. I, I they're oh, too yeah. prevalent. <laughs> I mean, like this is this is what's fun, you know. I'm still grinding. I'm away, pods away. We all talk about this stuff. It's the end of the season, and like. You pulled the trigger, and we get to sit together on the opening day of Buck. And there'll probably be a very, you know, funny story, much to my chagrin. More than likely it will. You've done a great job, Vance. I can honestly say, like, when I hear the gun go off, there's a couple times we've been up there, and we're talking back and forth, it's like it was... You know, Vance shot. I'm just taking as a new hunter, like a, you being a new hunter. I was like, oh boy, wonder what happened. But you've come through. Deer were dead. They're dead. Great job. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Done a good job. I got decent teachers. Setups help you too. Better. You better. Oh, okay, Mister Food Plot. Like in in beautiful areas to hunt, except you were lacking on the heater, and I've changed that. Even though you want to give that credit to somebody else, but whatever. Remember my single burner heater that you didn't like because it'd catch you on fire. It's ter. It's like, it's horrible. It, 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 like, it was like a spitfire. It was terrible. You're like, I have a heater in there. Now We're going to really down. differentiate some hunters here with heaters. 
<laughs> Listen, whatever makes you comfortable, That's whatever true. makes you most efficient will help you in any outdoor yes. game. I personally like to be warm. I hate being cold. Um, well, also, the picture just came back up, and I can see Andy watching the plot. <laughs> and, and obviously Vance cannot. He's very warm. <laughs> I was extremely And he's going to say, that's a legal buck right there. Take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least he can do. You know, it's the least he can do. Mm-hmm. For me, no entitlement there, <laughs> dude. You just got done saying said, it's the least I can do for you. As, are we still doing a podcast? This is still I'm recording this. Oh God! <laughs> Whatever. I mean, musky fishing's wrapping up. Fall feedback. Good luck. Any seriously, anybody that goes out in October through November and fishes that you have to understand it, it is like your trophy hunting regardless of the lake. Cause those fish shut down. They, their, their metabolism shuts down and you're out there. It's grinding. It's for the true giant opportunity, the uh, true musky fishermen. That's what like opportunities are made of. So anybody that's out there and, and fishing right now, as we do through the fall and try to put our clients on, on, on large fish. That's, that's what it's all about. You know, you have to understand that in the fall, everybody says, you gotta go out in the fall. That's when they're good. Yeah. 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 It's not action. It's you're out there for the one fish. And the most boring fishing that you can do in your entire life. But it's it's the definition of musky fishing. Yeah, but you can be rewarded. Yes. But more often than not, you will get your ass handed to you. Um, but the rewards can be great. So yep. It's hard to do, hard to do chargers like that though. Yeah, it, it, it's tough. Yeah, in, in our business when. You know, people want the hits and they want the trolling yeah. rods to go off and things you like that. You should have all, all year long, <laughs> numerous opportunities. And... You're, you're after, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you have an opportunity for... Let's do the for, trophy hunt. Yeah, that's what it's all about, so... Um, same thing for buck hunting, but it's always good to have a, a spotter like Andy. Andy, the one-eyed spotter mm-hmm. in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> I hope people can see the cover art. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just like the brunt of shit. Like, when it comes to motors, it's like, that's why you can't be upset that, you know, that happened uh, with your, with the lower unit. I'm upset. I'm upset. Yeah, shit happens. But I mean, welcome to the party here. I mean, I get crushed in hunting and crushed with boats. So it's all good. We're still breathing. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. 
Big thanks to Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guide, St. Croix Rods, Ranger Boats, Vicks Marine, Muskies Inc., and the Western Pennsylvania Muskie Max. And uh, let's not forget the Chapter 70. Uh, hog hunting. The, the hog hunting that you can register on fishdonkey.com. Um, for tigers and pure strain muskies, check that out. Fishdonkey.com. Muskies in Chapter 70. Excellent. Good luck out there. Thanks for listening.